Evening, welcome to the Twelve Man Podcast. Um, the new feature we've we started rolling again. The opposition view. Um, this weekend we take on Luton Town after our four week hiatus because of the uh, because of the Tower World Cup. Um, we welcome Luton to the Riverside. So to bring to bring our guest in, um, he runs the uh, We Are Luton Town um Twitter page. Um, fanzine. Um, all things Luton Town. Ian Robertson is our guest this evening. Evening. Ian. Evening. How are you doing? Okay. Yeah, good. Thank you. Good. good Glad to have some uh, some club football back. I know we've enjoyed the World Cup at the moment, but uh, you know, there's nothing like your own team, is there? So. No, no, you're absolutely right. It's been a good World Cup, but it's uh, yeah, we're all we're all looking forward to the club football returning. So, yeah, uh, good, good to have you on. Um, obviously, you know, there's only one subject we're going to be talking about the uh, the game at the weekend. But you know, before we talk about that, obviously, we're going to talk about you know your page, you know what you offer to. To readers and listeners from um from your neck of the woods in uh in in Luton and obviously the, the surrounding areas, you know what kind of you know um information you're putting out there, things like that. We'll talk about what Luton are doing this season, you know how they're getting on, what the squad's looking like, and then we'll have a little chat about Saturday's game as well. Um, and we'll and we'll see how we get on. So um yeah, just give us a bit of an insight about um. Obviously, your fanzine page. Um, we are Luton Town. Um, it's quite a popular page. I've had a little look through it. Um, lots of information, lots of things to read. But I'll let you do all the talking. Yeah, it's generally just a, a ramble stuff you wouldn't find on the official site, just because obviously there's certain restrictions really. But mainly just me rambling about things that are happening and reacting to it, latest news, um, giving opposition fans a bit of stick, all that kind of you know <laughs> stuff. Really, all the good stuff that we like as fans, but. Um, it's basically just up to date new stuff that happens as and when and uh, and reacting to you know match days and stuff like that really. Well, you see, you just ramble on a little bit. I mean, you, you're approaching the fifteen thousand follower mark. You know, that's that's not too bad for a for a fanzine page. They say we're exactly yeah. the same. So yeah, it's it's not too bad. We're on um, we're on Facebook as well, which we've got about yeah. fifty fifty odd thousand on there. So it's a bit bigger on there. But to be honest, I spend most of my time on Twitter because. It's just a really good football community, I think. You know, everyone interacts really well and everyone has a bit of banter. Don't take it too seriously. And, you know, it's just a good good atmosphere. Generally, you know, you always get the odd idiots, don't you? But, you know, Twitter's great, I think. if uh, As long as Elon doesn't uh, ruin it, we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, as long as we don't have to start paying for for the, this and that on uh, on Twitter. Yeah, I completely agree with you. It's a, it's a great place to interact with fans. As as we've interacted, obviously, it's not just your own club's fans. It's fans all around the leagues, around the country. It's, uh, it's a really good place to have a chat and uh, obviously have um, different opinions. They say that's the best part about it all as well. So, um, But obviously, you know, to get some insight on, in, you know, on Luton Town season, you know, it's been pretty similar to ours. I would say, uh, look from out from outside looking in. Obviously, you started with Nathan Jones. He's now obviously traded himself to Southampton. You've now gone into Rob Edwards, who was also linked with the Borough job before Michael Carrick got it. Um, you know, how's this season gone for you so far? We had a little bit of a slow start, and then we picked up again. Um, it's kind of accepting a little bit of a slow start because of obviously the 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 playoffs and and losing to Huddersfield in that, but. Um, that kind of happened, but we did the season before. Then we picked up, we'd done really well. And then, you know, out the last 11, 12 games, we've only lost two, I think. And one was the Watford game, which was a bit of a killer, but they were all ill. And then obviously the Stoke game we lost where 
Nathan Jones was about to go. So that kind of affected them as well. So you could use them too as excuses, but we've done all right, really. Um, we're about where I think we would be. Um, we've got a, a fairly extensive injury list, especially at the back. So, um, yeah, it's been a little bit of a tough one at late. Obviously, we didn't want to lose Nathan Jones, but we're realistic enough to know that it was going to happen at some point. He was, you know, he would have gone at some point. He's done such a fantastic job and, you know, well, you know, all the best to him. And I hopefully he does well. And it's kind of a, a new era under Rob now. So um, we'll just have to see how he gets on. But, you know, it's been an all right start. We can't complain. I mean, look at the size of the club we are and where we're battling in the top half consistently over the last three years. So, you know, we can't grumble, can we? No, of course not. I say that's one of the things, you know, I commend you with it as well. You know, the size of, you know, I suppose the size of your ground. I've been to Kenilworth Road. It's very in your face. You know, fans are on top of you. You know, as soon as you get in there, it's quite, it can be quite an intimidating atmosphere. I know you've got the, um, I don't know what the things are on the left hand side. It's like double glazed windows kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose it's your hospitality kind of thing on that side, but you know, the other three stands are quite close. Obviously, the away fans have got the, the home fans to the right of them as well. It's quite an intimidating place to go. You had a really good home record last season as well. Um, but you did mention there about Rob Edwards taking over. How are fans took to Rob? I know he obviously went to Watford, uh, which you know, you, you two really aren't you know friends per se, but no. <laughs> but um, you know, he. For me, he wasn't given the chance at Watford. I mean, if you want to compare it to other Watford managers, he was given a chance, you know, but he wasn't really given a chance. He did a really good job at Forest Green. How have other Luton fans took to, to Rob Edwards in charge? Yeah, I mean, 10 or 11 games is nothing, is it? You can't really judge him on that. But saying that, he was in 10th position. They'd just been relegated and lost so many games. So he he, he did well to kind of arrest the decline, if you like, um, at Watford. <clears throat> and, and when they employed him, actually, you know, and a few other other Luton fans I was speaking to, not obviously in public, but kind of saying actually that's quite a good appointment. You know, it's a clever appointment for them, and they were kind of changing their ethos a little bit in terms of right, okay, we need a stable manager, young English, we're going to give him loads of time, this and that, and obviously they didn't. But yeah. and I, I thought at the time, you know, it was actually quite a a clever appointment from them, and I thought that at the time, um, whether he fits us, he fits our mould. But, you know, it's a big act to follow in Nathan Jones. He had a way of doing things. Um, he was, you know, very, very energetic and got the best out of the players and managed to get a good mix in the in with the players. But, you know, time will tell. But generally, as as a whole, Luton fans have reacted all right to him, yeah? Um, I think the Watford faithful have, um, have been a bit like, you know, why is he gone, this, that and the other. When they did sack him, there was a little bit of an uproar, but their opinion seems to have changed since his... Since he's joined us, they're like, oh no, it was rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. But <laughs> um, I think ta- he's still he's still got any stripes in the championship. I think you know because as I say, even tenth position, ten or eleven games is you can't really judge anybody on that. But um, I think he's um, his coaching qualities that he's had um, in the past to stand out, and I think he'll he'll do an all right job. Yeah, so I, I feel I feel the same as you. I, do, I really don't think he got the time. To resettle things in, you know, you try to bring a new model to Watford, I think, as well, by the looks of what he was doing. But um, obviously, Nathan Jones left. It's the second time he's done this. You know, I know you were saying, you know, he was destined to go on because of the job he's done with yourselves. But, you know, he, we all thought that when you went to Stoke and you came back, you know, it, it, you know, what, what, how did, what, you know, how did Luton fans feel when he left for a second time? Because, 
personally, personally speaking, if that was a borough manager that had done that, I'd be a bit miffed. Yeah, I mean, I think this, I think we kind of expected it. The, the the first time it happened when he went to Stoke, the expectation was he was never leaving. He was beating his chest. This not everything. People didn't like the fact that the way he went about leaving the first time, he could have handled it better. I think when he came back, he kind of set the expectation. You know, it's he's not gonna make thousands of promises. This and that. He, he was always going to kind of move on at some point if he got the right job. He's had quite a few job offers already over the last season. Um, and he turned them down. This one, his his miss, all of his missus families are Southampton fans. I think. I mean, try telling your missus that you're not going to go to Southampton. <laughs> it's yeah. not going to happen, is it? So, um, it's a good job for him. They're a similar club to us in terms of their ethics, the way they like to bring youth through, scouting players, um, giving managers time. So, I think it kind of suited him. It was a good job for him to go for. Whether he can um, he can actually arrest their decline in, in, in relegation this year, you know, remains to be seen. He'll have to do a lot of work in in the rest of the year. But um, generally, I think most people are understanding. You're always going to have a little, um, you know, bunch of fans that are going to be disappointed. Same old snake, this, that, and the other. But I think you know most people kind of you know he did a really good job for us and he deserves the move. Really, that was the general gist of. Yeah. What people were saying, no, well, it's not, not as bad as I thought it would be. Obviously, as you know, personally speaking, if it was a borough manager leaving for the second time after bringing him back in, and obviously doing doing the job that he did last year, obviously you know punching above your weight, you know, with all all due respect, you know, he beat us to a playoff spot, you know, which you know was pretty heartbreaking on the last day. I'm not going to lie, um, but um, you know, he did a really good job with you. When you say, like you said, maybe a Premier League job was waiting for him, and it might be the right fit. I don't know, but. I'm just looking through your squad, Ian. Obviously, you know, there's a couple of internationals in there. I know you've got a couple of players away at the World Well, you did have a couple of players away at the World Cup. They've they've just probably just come back. We were we were in the same position with Ryan McGree. But um, you know, there's a couple there's a couple of players in there that you know people are gonna recognise. Um, especially borough borough wise, obviously P- Pelly Rudder Companzu, but we looked at him uh, bringing him in a couple of seasons ago, you know, uh, Harry Cornick, um the B-Tech Jack Creelish, I think most people call him these days. But, um, you know, talk us through that squad, you know, what players should we, we'd be looking out for on Saturday? Well, I think you can't look through the, the, the squad without looking at the threats first, which obviously, Callum Morris, I think he's got, um, he's got, uh, how many has he got? He's got eight goals now and 11 goal contributions with assists as well. So he started off really, really well. It was an interesting signing from Barnsley. You know, he's already broken what he scored for Barnsley last year. Um, he could have scored more, to be honest. We, we're really good at creating opportunities and we should have been more clinical. Um, so, obviously, he's a really good threat. You'll know Elijah from Elijah Adebayo from, from last season. You know, he's strong, holds up the ball well um, and, and has obviously got quite a lot of goals in him as well. Um, but then in the middle of the pack, you'll, if you go into the game, you'll know it's Alan Campbell. He's just so energetic, wins the ball back. And he's he's kind of that, you know how we've been looking at Bellingham this year. He's kind of a complete midfielder. Yeah. He's good going forward. He'll get back and he'll win the ball. He's running after people. He plays smart passes uh, and he can score a goal as well. So he likes a shot from the edge of the box. He's a really, really good. He's probably my favourite player, Alan Campbell, just from his, his work rate and how he, about, how he goes about his game. You know he's he's really humble guy and 
a really good player. So he'll he'll be one to watch at the weekend. But really, yeah. we don't have stars, if you like. You know, like a lot of the other teams do, like QPR with Chair and and everybody else. We really are a team that work together. You know, and that's how we get our results. So, one one player that you've got on your books that um, always terrifies me, and it takes me it gives me horrible flashbacks when I think of him. It's Cameron Jerome. Yeah. Um. He obviously scored the the first goal at the playoff final a few years back, uh, for Norwich City. He seems to either score or assist every time he plays us. He's he's, he's some some kind of hoodoo he's got against Borough. I don't know. Do why. you know what? We've used him really, really well this year. Uh, he's he's we always use him as an impact sub, and he's he comes on. He's grabbed a couple of assists. I think he scored one as well. And you know he's re- he's still got the pace. Uh, I can't remember who it was against this year, and he, he just outdid one of the young defenders with pace, and he just, just went on and scored. He's fantastic. Uh, but, yeah, he's always got a goal in him. Uh, great attitude, great professional, and still got, you know, something left in the tank. And that's what Nathan Jones was good at, is getting the, the best out of them kind of players that the Lansbury's and the Jerome's of Luton Town, that we can squeeze a little bit more out of that other clubs haven't over the last few years. Yeah. No, so, that's that's... For me, that's that's you know a good asset for a manager to have. You know, something that can bring someone in that you know other clubs will look at and think, oh, he's probably had his better days. You know, he's, he's you know he's on the decline. But like you said, there was with Cameron Jerome, when you've when you've got that killer instinct, he'll always have that, and I feel you know he'll always you know contribute something, even if it is you know five five goals a season. You know, they could be the five goals that get you somewhere. You know what I mean? So, you know, they're the kind of signs that I like. But, um, yeah, I'm praying he doesn't play on Saturday. I really am. I, I, just, I, can't, I can't deal with another day like that again, ever. So, but, um, right, we'll talk about Borough now. Obviously, you know, being a Championship fan, um, obviously we talked off air, he spoke about your, your other half being a Borough fan as well. Um, we've had a bit of an indifferent season, that's speaking from me, what have you made of it looking from the outside within? Do, do you know what? When I was at the beginning of the season, I, I really thought that you would... He was a, the right manager to have at the helm. I thought you'd be well up there this year. And, you know, for one reason or another, you'd probably tell me more of why it didn't work with Wilder. But, you know, it's a fantastic manager. You had a great set of players there. You're probably missing a striker at the time. You had a few injuries and stuff. But I, I had you up there and you've started to show the form that we probably thought we were going to see at the beginning of the season over the last, you know, three or four games. What are you now? You're um, four games unbeaten, 15th in the league. You're not far off. So um, a couple of wins and you you back where, kind of where we are, right? You're 10th, 8th, 9th in that area. So um, I think well, we were... it. I mean, we're only three points behind you. You, say, you know, we are in that mix. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're a good, strong athletic side. Um I fully expect you now with kind of seeing what you've produced over the last three or four games, you, you kind of, you haven't altered it in massive troves, have you? You just kind of come together and you've, you've come a bit tighter, a bit more compact. Um, and, and, you know, I fully expect you to be in and around the playoffs top end of this, of the table this season, I think. Um, well, well, that's it. I mean, what we've done is we've, we've become, Consistent, you know, uh, Michael Carrick's come in, which I think could be an absolute master master stroke by Steve Gibson because he's, you know, he, he was looking for his first job, 
we we've one of them clubs that tends to give managers the first chance. We've done it with Karanka, we've done it with Brian Robson, you know, we've we did it with Jonathan Woodgate. I know it didn't quite work with Woody, but um obviously Woody's first game was at Isels on that Friday night in August. That was a right game, by the way. Oh, that was one of the most eventful games I've ever been to. Um the atmosphere in that game was fantastic. Was, it was great, wasn't it? Um I still remember Sam Longer's penalty nearly hit me on the head when you uh, when you blasted it off the bar when we should have made it four two. But um yeah, that was a hell of a game that but it was just a shame it didn't work out for Woody. He was he had so many good ideas, but um no, is it carries in now. Sorry, go on. So it's funny it's funny you mentioned that game because I watched that all the highlights of the extended highlights of that game not so long ago. I don't know why, I was just watching it. And I look at both squads now and how far we've come from that day. You know, we I look at us on that day, even though it was a good game. Were significantly better than we were that day, and and you're the same. So we've kind of had a little bit of a growth period in that three years, but um, it was still a great game. But uh, you know, both teams are significantly better now. I think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, even though you look at the, the players that we had on offer, I mean, we had you know we had Britta Samblong up front with with Ashley Fletcher. You combine them, their cost is over twenty million pound. Yeah, you know, in money that you know we spent a lot of money on that squad. You know, there was there was players in there that didn't merit the money we paid for him and Warnock did a job to get them out and I suppose he did the clearing up for Wilder to potentially take us up up last year and maybe this year but that didn't quite work out. Um oh I love from that performance. Um and I don't know why you might be able to tell tell me why but I thought he'd do really well for you his wing. He was great that day and I'm surprised he went to League One. Obviously I haven't monitored his performances since then but um I don't know. You know, he was fantastic. He was a standout player on the pitch. I thought. I think. I think what you saw that night was probably one thing that he brought to the table, and that was his shots from long range. I think that's that was his issue. He didn't offer a lot more apart from that. I mean, I was bang, I was banged behind the ball when you hit it um, against oh. against yourselves. I say it was a hell of a goal. But as soon as he hit it, I knew it was in. And uh, but apart from that, he just he doesn't offer. A lot more. I thought the championship was a bit too much for him, which is a shame because I did like Lewis Wing, like you were saying. You know, a lad that came from non-league football with Shilden just up the road and came through with ourselves, got to first team. But I say I think he's found his level at League One. I think he's, he's he looks comfortable there. So, um, but um, I say one thing that Carrick's done is, as I was saying, he's brought in consistency. We haven't made many changes in the in the. You know the few games that he's been here, but the impact he's had, it's been huge. You know, one thing we're all, we're all looking at me do is you know change the home form. Home form's huge for ourselves. We haven't quite got it right yet at home. Um, our big wins have come from away from home. Join the club, about... where they yeah. say, exactly. yeah, our home form's been not not poor poor, but it's not been as great as it has been. Yeah. It's our away form that's been good. So. I mean, I, I can I can completely sympathise. I mean, I'll I'll just look at our last game, you know, away to Norwich, you know, a team that was is expected to be up there, and we played them off the park. You know, I know reports said to the contrary, you know, what 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 I saw, but uh, we absolutely played them off the park, and we looked a better team that day. And they say, I think we woke a few fans up again. Say, you know, we're not we're not quite gone yet. You know, we're still we're still only you know four points off the playoffs. You know, you're only point off yourselves, but. If you look at the, the Borough squad we've got now, obviously you're saying there it's completely changed from when we played a few years ago in that 3-3 draw. You know, is there any players you've noticed that you look at and think he may cause us a problem on Saturday? 
well, obviously at, at Pom, <laughs> you know, he, we're gonna we're gonna struggle to contain him, especially we've got quite a few injuries at the back at the minute. So I don't know who we're gonna have at the back, but um Akpom, you know, if you look at people I would take in our team, Akpom's one. Isaiah Jones, again, class apart, probably one of the best players in the championship for me, um, all round, um, and has done it consistently. Um Either of them two, I'd take it, Luton. You know, that pumps come on leaps and bounds this year, hasn't he? Well, we, we, I mean, this is really funny. I mean, you know, I don't know if other fans from other clubs know it. We were actually looking to get rid of Akpom this summer. We didn't see him as part of our plans. We saw him as uh, surplus to requirements. Didn't quite have what we needed. But, I mean, it's all three months later. He's our top scorer. He's he's got top goals. He's got top assists. He's he's flying. You know, he's he's all of a sudden his form and he looks unplayable. And you know, I know it, you know he can look isolated at times, but his strength, his his awareness of the player around him. You know, players like McGree can get round him. Giles is on the wing as well. We've got Jones all cut up there. We've got a lot of attacking options all of a sudden. It's something I'm not quite used to because we're used to, you know, sitting behind the ball and hoping to get something. But now you look at the players we bring in. I mean, you look at the players we bring off the bench. You know, we brought in Rodrigo Muniz from, from Fulham on loan. You know, he's not he's not even getting his game much now. You know, um, Matthew Hoppy, we got him from Real Mallorca in the summer. Um, played him huge games in the Bundesliga for Schalke. You know, he's not getting his game, you know. Uh, Marcus Force, obviously, you know, won promotion with Fulham, uh, not Fulham, Brentford. But... Do you know he's one? He's one player that surprised me that's not done well for either you or really, because mm. I I rated him when he yeah. was at when he was there, and I just I thought he'd, he'd do some bits at Hull last season. I thought when you signed him, I thought that's actually a very astute signing. Again, didn't work at Hull, but you know Hull's Hull. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the script to them, but I thought he'd work really, really well for you, and maybe you will for you know as coming into the season, but. You know, as I read a few of your fans are a bit disgruntled with him, not really fitting, as he. But I don't know. He's, I think he's, he's, he's took his time to fit in, and he's, he's struggled to get his goals. But as he had a really big performance um, at Norwich um, the, the weekend before the international break. It's weird calling it international break because it's the biggest break I've ever known. But um, yeah. you know, he had a good game at Blackpool before that. Obviously, we played Blackpool off the park. You know, it wasn't really a, a contest, if you will. You know, it was a comfortable three 0 win. Um, but the main thing for us, we've sewn up the back line. We're not a team that leaks goals as much anymore. Obviously, I know, you know, your keeper, um, Ethan Horvath, got the, the call up to America for the World Cup, beat our boy Zach Steffen to the spot, um, which I wasn't quite sure about. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, I'll ask for your opinion on him in a minute. Um, but we've sewn that back line up. We look really tough to beat now. So I think that's... Um, that's something we're gonna, we, you know, we're working on and we're building on, and you know, get more goals in our team, and we really will be a force to reckon with in twenty twenty three. So that's what I'm hoping for, anyway. But Ethan Horvath obviously got the call up to America along with Tom Lockyer as well. He got the call up for Wales. Um, if they come back, you know, raring to go again, or are they? Yeah, looks like, it. I mean, Tom Lockyer especially. I mean. I love Tom Lockyer. He's, he's such a character, and um, we had our Christmas do last last night, and he was singing on the karaoke, singing some song with Harry Carnick last night. So he was loving life, but he's always, you know, life and soul of the party. So he was loving it. Ethan's a, a little bit more quiet, um, you know, a bit more self-contained. Not, you know, likes to just crack on. Um, 
but yeah, hopefully they'll do well. It's a shame none of them got minutes, but it is what it is. You know, kind of expecting it, but it was hard to nudge out the number one Turner, yeah. uh, you know, for half half really. But it's what it is. Um, yeah, I, mean, I would have expected it... um, Wales though to to have given uh, Lockyer a chance. I know um, Page is ex Watford and all, but um, he took Lockyer and he's one of the better, you know, in form wise defenders at the minute. Um, He's done really well for us this year, Lockyer. Um, you know, it's been a bit of a shining light, but um, so hopefully we'll be raring to go because we're going to need a, a strong back line tomorrow because we've got Bradley out, uh, Pops out. Um, don't know if Osho's back. Uh, we've got Burke out. <laughs> Pretty much all our main centre backs are out. Yeah, I was just about to say, if you, you know, it's taught me through your injury boys, but it sounds like the troubles you've got are with your back line. I mean, that could be. I mean, usually that's a bit of a problem, but when you've got a team as quick as we are going forward, especially when Giles and Jones like to get the ball in the box as quick as they do, and we've got Akpom in there, maybe Force might be in there, McGree follows in as well, that could be a right problem for you, couldn't it? It could be. I mean, saying that, we 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 tend to make it work. We've had quite a few injuries over the course of the season already, and we've managed to make it work. You know, Lockyer came in for Burke. Burke was probably one of our better performing centre-backs. And then Lockyer's fly, flown. Potts, um, you know, generally wasn't seen as a on-the-team sheet by Luton fans for, for the last couple of years. And it's performed really, really well again this season. And then he hurt his back. Um, and then Bradley, you know, obviously he's, he's had his injury, which was just an awkward kind of fall in, in, in a challenge. So... You know, he's our captain and, you know, always kind of a mainstay. Hasn't been fantastic this year, but he's had a few problems on and off the pitch. So, you know, I expect him to come back a bit stronger. Um, but, yeah, it could be difficult, but we always kind of manage. We've had quite a few clean sheets this year. And I think that's why um, Horvath kind of got ahead of your lads uh, a little bit because he, he had quite a few more clean sheets than him, I think. Mm-hmm. Um from what I could see when when the news was uh, was news was published, but I think most of our clean sheets have been to our down to our defence, even though it's been pretty lightweight. So we've managed to be, well. It's all team. It's all teamwork. We live and we always try and keep a clean sheet if we can. It's always yeah. hard work. So whoever's in there, absolutely, absolutely. But so we'll cut up, obviously onto Saturday's game now. What kind of game are you expecting coming to the Riverside? I know. You know, many fans keep saying, you oh, it's, it's a really tough place to come, but I'm not being funny. We haven't won many games at home this season, so it's probably the best time to come and visit us. But uh, what what kind of game are you expecting when you come to us on Saturday? Well, I, I am expecting a tough one. Um, you can't really look at your whole season as a whole. You've got to look at, you know, since Carrick's come in, uh, you look a lot brighter. Um, obviously, it's difficult to know what to expect straight off the bat with Rob Edwards for Luton. Just come in. He's, you know, there's going to be a, a little bit of a transition period. Hopefully it's not a long one. Um, so it's going to be a difficult game, but um, I don't know. It's, it's a hard one to call up. I'd be kind of happy with a two or draw, to be honest. I'd be happy to keep, I'd be happy to keep my missus off my back and her, and her mother who always give me grief over text if we um if we lose to you or you're above <laughs> in the table. But thankfully yeah. it's not often, so they don't often. <laughs> but when we when we beat you to the playoffs last year, she didn't respond to me, the mother in law. So uh, <laughs> so that was good. 
Yeah, that was a that was a painful one to take at Preston. It's it, we I think we just capitulated in the end. I think it, you know it got a bit too much. Was we didn't have the squad to do it, and it was just it was just the way we did it happens. But um, well, we only crawled over the line. Like you look at Harry Connick's little cheeky goal against Reading, you know, from behind the keeper. If you remember, yeah, yeah, we, we kind of crawled over the line, and because again, injuries galore towards the end of the season. If we'd had a full squad, it might have been a bit different. Even though we did go toe to toe with Huddersfield, but it's one of them things, isn't it? You know. Well, that's it. I mean, um, let's say you know you're expecting. Well, you're expecting a tough game. You're praying for a draw. I'm hoping this is the game that we kick on now when we get out because we haven't really had a home game under Michael Carrick. I think we've only had one game at home. He's had a lot of away games on the road. We've obviously been playing a lot of catch up, a lot of Saturday, Tuesday games before the World Cup started to get. A lot of the games in before the the winter break, I suppose that's what we're gonna call it now. Um, so it's a good time to, you know, start again and let's see where we can go from it. And I like I like the two part of your prediction because I do think it'll be two 0 on Saturday. I do think we'll uh, I do think we'll take the three points. We'll jump above you in the table on Saturday. Um, it, it, but you are. It's it's always a tough game with Luton. We we always have a, game, a tough game with Luton. We've never had an easy game with you with you a lot. So I'm expecting a really tough one. But before I do go, I've obviously got to ask about you know the big one on Saturday night. You know the one that I imagine millions upon millions are going to be talking about and watching on Saturday night. It's What's your prediction strictly. for Saturday night? Well, it's strictly honest, mate. <laughs> um. <sighs> Tough one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, real tough game, I think. I haven't been... We've switched on at times into this World Cup, and I've enjoyed the World Cup because there's been some good results and stuff, but mm. we've been a little bit bit timid at times. I know it's all game management, and we've managed it pretty well, and this, that, and the other, but I start, don't know if we've got enough yeah. kind of momentum and force to take 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 France. I think we, I just have a feeling we might sneak it, but it's going to be hard, I think. Could go either way. If we're going to win it, I think you you're looking at a two one England. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's what I'm thinking as well. To be honest, it's going to be really really tough. But um, what actually one ball one question I did want to ask you. Obviously, a lot of clubs are changing the kickoff time. Yeah. for Saturday night's game. I don't know. Obviously, we don't know the details of what happened between Luton and Middlesbrough. You know, how have your fans took it? I know there's there's fans travelling up, and they're going to be by the time the game kicks off. They're going to be halfway down the motorway. Well, I mean, they are. Um, I mean, me and my brother got uh, the trains booked for a certain time. So it's one of them, isn't it? it? For me, it's the right decision. And I think it wasn't, they weren't really asked, I don't think. Um, excuse my French. Um, <laughs> the, I think it was the, probably the right decision for most people because most people have either got travel or hotels booked or this and the other. And, you know, there'll be quite a few staying up there. I know my dad's staying close by. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's the right decision. I haven't really seen anyone moan about it. I mean, if you have a look at what the Doncaster fans are saying, I mean, Newport are playing, refusing. No, they're not moving anything for anyone. So, you know. That's fair enough. I don't blame them. <laughs> no, I don't. Be fair. If it was us moving it for Wales, I'd be kicking right off. So, you know, yeah, I, exactly. I, I, I really don't blame them. But um, last thing from me. Um, Obviously, you know, we'll talk again in April when we come down to Kenilworth Road. You know, I always look forward to going coming down to um to that part of Hertfordshire. It's always a it's always an interesting interesting day out. Um 
See, that's why I said Hertfordshire in my head. I was like, right, just go with it, see what happens. Um so we're heading to Luton in April. Um yeah. how how are you expecting your season to go from now till April? Obviously, you know, Rob Edwards will be bedded in by then. He's obviously going to use Christmas to get through his squad and see what then use January to build on what he's got as well. What what would you see as acceptable by the time you head to it? Because by the time you play us again, it's was in the season, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, originally, at the beginning of the season, I kind of said eighth and ninth I'd be happy with. Um, it was always going to be a... I thought it was actually going to be a harder league this year. It doesn't seem to be at the minute. It seems to be a... I mean, a, a little bit... Not easy a league, but it's not as tough as I thought it was going to be with the teams that have come down. Um, and we're. I think we're our points tally is a little bit more ahead of what it was this time last year. But that said, you know, I thought we were going to get eighth or ninth. I think we'll get in and around the 12th position, I think. I think, you know, we're going to go for a transition period. Yeah, It's going to bring in his own players. That that soaks up a little bit of pointage, you know. So 12th, I'll be happy with. Top half, anywhere in the top half is great. I'm not even going to grumble if if, it, if we're 19th. You know, why, why would I? I'm a Luton Town fan and you know, we, we're on a limited budget as it is and we've had a little bit of upheaval and stuff. I'm not going to moan about it, but, you know, 12th would be fantastic. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd probably match that as well for us. You know, I know we were expected to be one of the, the top guns, but I think a bit of stability now, you know, what you know what happened with Wild and the ending of that was, was, pretty, was pretty rough and it was pretty uh, horrible to go through. Cause he's just down tools kind of thing, so it wasn't the greatest. So if if we had a bit of stability, I know we're not far off, but you know, get around the mid table area, that'll do us, and then we'll uh, we'll see what do Michael you, can do. Do you do you see him kind of doing the bits long term, kind of gathering a little bit of, mm-hmm. um, you know, stability this year, and then moving on next year? I I think so. Yeah, I think uh, you know it's his first job. I think he wants to get his feet under the table. This is how I want to how I want to do things. I think that's what the delay was getting him into the club. You know, I think it had to be everybody has to be aligned with what we're wanting to do. We've got a you know a vision. You know, we want to bring the youth through. We're bringing lots of young players through as well. Obviously, Hayden Hackney's just signed a new contract. He's one to watch out for as well. Isaiah Jones came up through the uh, the academy as well. I know we brought him into the academy, but he still came up through it. Uh, Dale Fry, obviously, you know, one of our centre backs. He's he's an academy product as well. So, you know, it, it's 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 a building blocks now. We, you know, things are starting to build nicely and. You know, if we end up towards the playoffs this year, so be it. You know, we've got the talent uh, to have a go, but if not, it doesn't matter. It's it's okay. fine. You know, we've uh, we we're just happy to because at one point we really were looking at. Oh God, we could be we could be League One next year. Yeah, it's that bad. But, I think we're the, we're the same. I think you know it's just a bit of get a, gain that stability and a bit of momentum again with a new manager and implement a few of his ideas bit by bit. I don't think he's going to, you know, try and change things wholesale, but, you know, his system he normally uses and yeah. he's trying to use at Watford is the same as ours. So um, I think it'll be uh, interesting. But if, if we're in around the playoffs like you, I think we've got a squad to do it, but just trying to be a little bit of realism and not, you know, be out too outlandish with the predictions. But, you know, I think we'll have a good stab at it and we'll still be competitive this year. So Exactly. Just be nice and uh, humble. 
be humble yeah. about it and we'll we'll see where we end up. But um no, Ian, I appreciate you you popping on and chatting to me. Obviously it was a insightful chat, um learning all things Luton Town. Um give 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 Ian a follow. Um we are Luton Town either on Facebook, um Twitter, um go on Twitter though, it's it's better it's better chat on Twitter. Yeah. But, um but um I appreciate you coming on mate, I really do. And um and yeah we'll have a chat again in April um when we um we we make the trip down to Bedfordshire uh, <laughs> to uh, yeah, to, uh, to experience Kenilworth Road once again but uh, I really do appreciate it and um, thank you for listening and uh, yeah we'll have a chat again next week hopefully we've got three points in the bag up the borough cheers mate